The inquiry into a body discovered in Summer Bay recently has become a murder investigation as police announced the deceased had suffered from a blunt trauma to the head. This week, we investigate the possible suspects and their motives as we try to discover the truth about who killed Susie McAllister. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial home and away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. So, welcome to episode 5 of the Coastal News podcast. We're going to change things up slightly this week in that we're going to mainly focus on the suspects of the murder that has taken place. As you know, at the end of last week's podcast and last week's episodes, um, we discovered a body in the bay, or some fishermen discovered a body, should I say, and that was quickly identified as being Susie, Susie McAllister, who, as we know, was recently in the bay, um, conning her way into thousands and thousands of pounds from Justin and Leah and into the heart of John, bless him, who's been struggling, I think, uh, since her departure from the Bay. Um, and also countless other problems, you know, um, sponsorship money from the Surf Club and the Surf Carnival event and um, sort of fled the Bay with all this cash. Um uh, not before trying to chloroform Irene, of course, let's not forget. Um, so Susie was very much an unfinished business in the Bay. Um, and it was sort of, you know, ever since she's gone, Leah particularly had been tracking her down. We've recently seen Stephen, who I call Dodgy Steve-O, as you know, um, sort of come back. Um, he's a victim of Susie from another past life. Um, trying to help this whole track Susie down. Well, as it turns out, she looks like she was in the bay, in the water all along. And some fishermen have caught her in the net. Um, and it turns out she is dead. So, very quickly identified that um, Susie died from a blunt trauma to the head. So, she has been murdered. And new cop, Cash Newman now has the task of finding out who has motive, who um, could have done this and had the opportunity to be able to kill her and dump her body in the water. So it's been quite a task, really, I think, keeping uh, Susie out there. Um, so, um, as we know, the, invest- <laughs> the investigators, the police, the... You know, they've not got a very good track record in Summer Bay. So we're going to give them a helping hand this week, guys. So I've compiled a list of suspects. I'm going to go through them one by one. Let's have a quick chat about, you know, could they have done it? And what reason would they have to do it? And I'll give you my thoughts on who I think has done it and why. So first on my list, of course, is the ever-increasingly <laughs> pain in the backside, Justin who has um, been behaving very out of character recently, as we all know, due to his painkiller addiction 
and his withdrawal from that as well. He's actually been increasingly violent. He's been recently arrested for being violent towards Stephen, for beating him up. Um, Leah's flinching when he lifts his arm up. You know, he's argumentative. He's There's nobody he's not had a problem with lately. Um, and his behaviour is very, very irrational. And um, he... Is not Susie's biggest fan, absolutely. He's lost thousands and thousands of pounds to her. Um, he's not himself, he's not thinking straight, he's not really got much control over his actions at the moment. He's definitely got motive, he need, wants his money back. Has there been some kind of showdown off camera between him and Susie that um, has resulted in an accident or? You know, him doing something, that you know, out of character, just like everything else at the moment. It's definitely, definitely plausible. So Justin is high up on the list. Um, we've, we saw as well, Irene has formally been named a suspect, um, along with Justin. They both got a grilling of cash in the week's episodes. Um, and um, Irene, basically, we know, did not get along with Susie at all she was the only one at one point sort of saying listen she's not right and then her and Susie had a falling out Susie tried to chloroform her knocked her out unconscious um you know did Irene go back and seek revenge has Irene seen her somewhere in the bay lurking about or uh, somewhere local-ish and They've had an argument again, but this time things went the other way and Susie ended up hurt. Um, not really sure how Irene would be able to drag the body out to sea. Um, however, as Cash rightly pointed out, in Irene's recent history, she has clobbered Tommy over the head with a blunt instrument was it a lamp or a vase or something and dragged his body with Bella's help of course over to the hospital so she has got a little bit of form here um, and it's not the first time she's been up to murder but we could say that about everybody in the bay actually oh you know 30 year show a lot of people have been up for murder of some kind along the way um, but certainly Irene has and Irene She's got this story, you know, the whole Tommy thing that's been brought up by Cash this week. I guess, you know, she got, she's got this abuse story. She's got this, you know, alcoholism background. Um, could this be another catalyst to bring all that forward again? Um, I don't know. It'd be good if it was. I think it'd be an interesting twist. Um, but yeah, she's definitely um, not... Susie's biggest fan, and as we know from her previous, she is definitely capable of <laughs> clobbering somebody with whatever. We don't know what the instrument, um, this blunt instrument is yet, do we? I'm hoping we find out what the the um, the weapon was, the weapon of choice. But there we go. Um, then, of course, we've got John, suspect number three. Who, okay, so John, um, John's a man scorn, not woman scorn, man scorn. Um, he is heartbroken, you know, Susie played him, you know, um, 
you know, we know he's been texting her or who he thinks is her. Um, we did find out a bit later this week, actually, that the body looked like it had been in the water longer than um, he'd been texting. So he's not, we know he's not been texting Susie, but has that always been the case? He could have been texting Susie at the start when they started talking again. Has he met up with her that we've not seen on screen again and something's happened you know, hopefully we get some flashbacks at some point to find all this out. But I think, you know, John's very, very hurt. And he's, you know, has he lashed out? Um, you know, he's lost everything. His marriage broke down. He he put everything into Susie. I think Susie got him out of a bit of a dark place after Marilyn. So he had a lot riding on it. Um, so, he, he, you know, he's definitely... Um, worth having a chat to and investigating now number f is that suspect number four next <laughs> we've got leah okay and leah is um is up there she is out for susie she's been trying to track her down she's been looking for her she's hired a private investigator she's been on all the scam stop forums looking for her so um i guess we need to ask leah you know why were you looking for her what were you what were you planning on doing when you got, when you found her, you know? Um, has Leah got the money back that we don't know about yet? Um, perhaps she, again, has had an argument with Susie off camera about where the money is and one thing's led to another and Susie's ended up in the water, who knows? Um, but Leah is definitely um, an interesting, very interesting suspect for me because I think if Leah is responsible or involved in some way it actually would lead to quite a good uh, an amazing twist but quite a good story as well because um and we've been discussing this online this week Leah um generally is the good side of the bay if you like um you know she's not really involved in all the crime stuff um and um you know if she was put in prison that would be a big outcry amongst the community, especially for murder. Um, they could, could VJ come back then and, you know, be here for Leah's trial? Um, you know, there's all sorts of story that could open up from that and it could be a way to bring VJ back to town. Um, so I think that would be quite a good twist if it was her. Whether it will be or not, I'm not too sure, but it would be great if it was Leah, to be honest. And finally, we've got Stephen, suspect number five. Um, he, yeah, I've said this a few times, he is dodgy. So he's turned up in the bay. He seems to say he knows Susie. Um, he's got his own list of private investigators that are probably just mates. Um, I believe that Susie, when she was in town, she was always on the phone to somebody. I believe it was... Um, Stephen that she was on the phone to I think he's been working with her I think he's come back to Summer Bay to throw um, Leah and Justin's investigative um, path off course so that they don't track her down and Stephen is a suspect because things could have gone sour between him and Susie off camera so 
he's on side with her, he's come back, he's working with her, they're both having an argument, they're both disagreeing about the way things are going, Stephen is perhaps getting too close to Leah, you know, we know Justin definitely thinks that, um, and Susie and him have butted heads and he's he's bumped her off and then he's the one that is now texting John, um, definitely one of the most plausible explanations amongst this list of suspects and he's definitely prime suspect as well i think stephen is involved in some way um and there's a lot we don't know about him there's a lot he's not telling the other characters and he's definitely one to watch um so be very 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 looking forward to look finding out what his relationship with susie has been like and is like, um, and whether he is responsible. Now, I've got a couple of um, sort of left field um, suspects. Don't really think it could be these people. However, they're definitely worth Cash having a chat to, um, or, you know, um, an investigator having a chat to, because they either have some motive or some beef with Susie or an opportunity. So these names might sound a bit out there and these are sort of maybes for me. And the first one of those is Alf. I think Alf and the whole Alf versus John at the surf club to become president. Susie was always in the way. She was controlling everything. She convinced a lot of the committee to vote against Alf. Has Alf finally snapped? Um, you know, as he come across her on a drive out in a bush somewhere I don't know um, it's not beyond the realms of possibility Al's another one like I mean he's been up for murder before many moons ago um, you know I can see that you know it, Susie was one of those characters that pressed people's buttons right and I think Al's got a temper on him you know, and Alf likes things the way Alf likes them and I think um, if he was you know, in a remote area with Susie on his own, I think he would definitely have something to say to her. So I think, I'd, realistically, I, I do I think Alf will go down for murder at this stage in his life? I don't think the writers would do that to us. Um, but he definitely um, had beef with her, didn't like her, um, John Sheila there. So yeah, Alf, Alf's a possibility. Next on this sort of maybe list, I've got Marilyn. So, you know... Her marriage broke down under Susie's watch. Um, she did warn in her own Marilyn softly, softly way. Um, she did warn John off. Susie didn't she? Her and Susie didn't really get along too well. Um, Marilyn's definitely team Irene on that on that stance. So Marilyn definitely could have, again, like any of the these other theories, could have come across her on her own, and. You know, an argument's gone wrong or escalated. Um, I think if Marilyn is involved, though, I don't think she could have done it on her own. I'd be very shocked if she did. Um, she may have had help. And that's where maybe one of the other suspects could have come in with her. You know, as Irene helped her out, you know, you know, moving the body. Has, has, has uh, Leah helped her? You know, I don't know. Marilyn could be the dark horse, could be the shocker. Um, and finally, on this sort of halfway list, um, is Mac, Mac Mackenzie. Now, you might think this is just nuts and I'm just making this up now. But I think Mackenzie um, did not necessarily have a big problem with Susie that I can remember. But she 
was missing for the week or so that um, Susie was found. Now, I know they've mentioned the body was there for a little while, um, but Max certainly was missing. She she's, she's not got an alibi, right? So um, it could, could Mac have had the opportunity to to do something to Susie, you know, she, everybody knows Susie's reputation, um, it's a very weak, very weak link, but she definitely, she's unaccounted for, for her time, there's about a week there where we don't know where she was, she was drunk, she might not even remember doing it, um, it's uh, a possibility, a weak possibility, but is a possibility. Now, I want to give you my prediction at this stage, having thought about all the um, suspects above, and I believe this, the person who killed Susie is Stephen. I think that they are pals, I think it's gone wrong somewhere along the line, and I think that um, he's he's done something to her, he's, you know, he's disposed of her body, and then I think he's come to Summer Bay to throw people off trying to find her, because if Leah and Justin found her and dug up that she'd gone missing somewhere, it could have, it could have led things to him being associated with her. I don't think Stephen is his real name, um, uh, you know, and he's the guest character, it makes sense, he's come to the bay to thwart the investigation to find Susie because he knows that he'd already killed her. That is my gut feeling. I really want it to be Leah though, because <laughs> I think that would be a really good shock. Um, but my prediction is Stephen killed Susie. I'm sure we'll find out very soon. Shane Parrish on Home and Away in the 90s and sadly he passed away at his home in Sydney last weekend. All the fans of Home and Away send their love and well wishes to his friends and family. Um, you know, anybody mentions Shane and Angel to you, it just brings back such nostalgic memories of growing up on Home and Away as a child and it's one of the main reasons why a lot of us love the show. Um, Shane was a massive character, one of the best to ever walk the shores of Summer Bay, in my opinion. And um, you'll be sorely missed, Dita. Thank you for everything you gave us, fans, um, and the home and away wider family. Right, just going to do a bit of a whistle stop tour now around just some of the other stories that have sandwiched in the episodes this week around that murder body investigation that we've been discussing already. Um, and um, Justin's story um, just sort of propelled and escalated yet again this week. Um, there's a couple of things I want to say about that, really, and that the way he's um, started speaking to Leah um, has... Um, I was going to say worsened, but definitely um, intensified in in the language he's using. I know I, I spoke of, uh, last week and a week before about um, some of his behaviour towards her, you know, because she's obviously helping him and 
keeping all of his pills and stuff, I felt a bit uncomfortable watching some of it. And this week, he's, he's it, Rue said it at some point, he's classic denial, right? He's, his denial phase continues. He even says things to Leah this week, like, the pills make me normal. Um, and I reply, you just don't get it, do you, Justin? Um, he even says to her at one point, I'm not an addict. And, um, and, and Leah just perfect response to that you know the more you say that the more scared I am and um, which I thought was quite poignant really Leah um as the week went on just you know we saw her flinching she just she's she's scared of of Justin and, and his behavior is just escalating and escalating actually I thought we would see um, less of that this week I was expecting um his behavior to be more towards Oh, this violent streak that he seems to be having more towards Tory, actually, because just on the Friday before, you know, she left him in the clink overnight when she could have bailed him out. And they had this um, quite intense argument through the, the bars of his cell. So I expected a big showdown between Justin and Tory, actually, but didn't really get it. Not up until Leah announces that she wants to wants to move out and tells Justin he needs to be very careful about his next steps and Tori sort of steps in and says you're losing Leah what you like you need to wake up and smell the coffee you're losing her and um and um is it is it sinking in with Justin not too sure he's ready um for that he's still like I say in this denial um Leah's obviously spent a bit of time as well out you know, offloading on Irene now that she's back, you know, and she's got that friend to lean on at work. And I think she even spent the night, didn't she, there at one point earlier in the week. Why? Irene understands addiction really well. And we, and we see her say a bit of this, you know, a bit of this reasoning to Leah when she's, when she's asking advice. But for me, why hasn't Irene gone to Justin. We need a scene with Irene and Justin where she sort of says, look, I've walked in your shoes. I am walking in your shoes. This will never be something that will go away. This will be something that you'll live with and you'll need to get a handle on. Um, you know, what? I feel like I need that. Anybody else? Um, but yeah, um, Obviously, things escalate again. He has another confrontation with Stephen when he's trying to apologise. Just basically, um, I think this is linked to the um, murder storyline, Susie's murder, because obviously it's portraying Justin in a certain light, a certain violent light. He's got that in him. We're supposed to believe he's got that in him. And, um, you know, he very well could be involved in that Um Tori, obviously, as Leah announces, she wants to move out. Tori kicks him out instead, um, which I didn't see coming. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens now because she says, look, you're on your own now, kid. We're looking after ourselves. Leah's staying here. I need you away from Grace. We need some stability around here. You can pick up your own medication at the hospital, off your pop. And that's really where we've left it. And I felt a bit like, is that responsible of an adult to be able to administer his own medicine, take his own medicine, collect his own medicine when he's being literally drip-fed pills when the phone pings from Leah up until this point. I'm not quite sure it's going to help him um, at this stage. 
Um, but then again, monitoring addict to its nth degree hasn't worked so far either. It's Justin versus the world so far, and Justin hates it. He feels like everyone's against him. Maybe, maybe it will work. Who knows? I guess we'll find out soon. Mia had some news this week, didn't she? She is pregnant and expecting. Um, happy news for Mia and Ari. Um, but I'm struggling to feel anything. I was tweeting this during the week when it was when it was on air. Um, I can't. I don't think I'm the only one reading things online either. Um, why can I not just warm to this couple? They've got such a fleshy backstory you know with baby cody i said this a few weeks ago why can i not warm to these two why do i not care that they're pregnant and you know they they've had heartbreak in this department before i don't care and i don't know what it is i can't, I can't put my finger on anything in particular as to why i'm not invested in these characters i'm hoping it will come i really am because i really want to be happy for them um and obviously I don't think the pregnancy is going to be smooth sailing, so that might help me in that department. Um, keeping it from Chloe due to her reaction about them wanting to be pregnant in the first place was probably a good idea. But as it turned out later on, um, all the panic was for nothing really, wasn't it? Um, so um, it sounds like baby and mummy are happy and healthy. Um, and Ari and Mia can put their past behind them and... Um, and, and enjoy a, a happy pregnancy. I'm sure it being summer bay, there'll be bumps in the road though. And I told you Kieran would be back, didn't I? Last week I said you can bet your bottom dollar as soon as Alf and Martha leave for Marimbula, Kieran will rock up. And sure enough, he's back. Um, with Rue, trying to convince Rue she's having none of it. And as you can certainly understand, she's having none of it. Um, You know, and he's pleading me that I'm 12 weeks sober. And I just love it. And she just went, good for you. <laughs> and he, and Karen's face was, just, you, you know, um, oh, right, okay, does that mean nothing to you? That That's a really big achievement for me. And of course, it's a big achievement. And I think he expected a bit more feedback from Rue at that point. Um. Um, but you know he's he's handed this letter to Rue and he's and he's he's telling her all the right things, isn't he? You know, uh, this is sort of mirroring a, bit, a little bit of Justin. You know, say the right things and get your own way type thing. Although I don't, I think the two addictions are different in that um, clearly, um, Kieran is past the denial stuff. He's been to therapy. He's been sober before he's relapsed before he's he's gone down that road um in, in fact thinking about it kieran's story is probably closer to irene's than justin's is um however you know he's back he's you know read this letter if you want i've written this letter for mum. rue's not having it no i'm not giving her any letters you read it if you want and you check if you you decide if she's strong enough um you know i just think oh you know is he up to his old slimy tricks again you know just saying the right things or is he being genuine i really cannot tell you know um yeah, i'm sure drama will ensue in the coming days and weeks especially as alf gets back and finds out that kieran has been in his house again 
Um, you know, but I really like Kieran as a character. I think the actor's great. And Kieran brings a bit of, um, you know, oomph to the uh, Stuart household and the Caravan Park. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that unfolds. I think he knows his way back into the family to shoe on his way back in is through Rue. Rue will be the one to convince Dad that he should give Kieran another go. So I think he's, he's, his approach is the right one and it's probably the one I would take if I was in his shoes. Okay, that's everything for this special episode of Coastal News this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Really enjoyed it as per usual. Um, I just want to take a quick opportunity to say that if you are ever suffering, um, you're ever down, you ever want to speak to anybody, please reach out. There'll always be somebody to listen to you. There'll always be somebody um, who you can share the burden with. Talking is power. Um, And please, please reach out, even if it's a stranger. um, Just talk things through. There's always a better way thank you for listening please do follow the podcast or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from spotify apple um, google um, Castbox, wherever you get it from and do follow us on social media at coastal news pod for more episode reaction and opinion as the action unfolds during the week until then i will see you next week thanks for listening bye